Production. Recorded live. All right. So we're talking about how that, that sometimes people are not able to see the, the horribleness of their own action. We as human beings have, have a remarkable ability to be self-deceived, to deceive ourselves, or to be blinded by the God of this age, who is the prince of the powers of the air. Satan is the God of this age. He's the prince of the powers of the air. And the Bible says that he has blinded the minds of unbelievers, which means you can be looking right at something and still deceived and still not know what you're looking at, still not, not grasp or comprehend the, the seriousness of, of what it is that's in front of you. You can be looking at something that's very, we, we have the ability as human beings in and of ourselves to look at something that's very, very good and Satan deceive us into thinking it's very, very bad. Or to look at something that is very, very bad, like uh, homosexuality, and, and, and think that, you know, it's, it's somehow good. It's somehow good that now uh, uh, two men are able to exp- express their love and marry themselves and Two women that, that have been in love for something. It's, it's an abomination. But when Satan blinds your mind, you know, then you can think that which is good is bad, and that which is bad is good. Now, this is the same thing that took place thousands of years ago with the Pharisees. Now, the disciples were going about doing good. They were going about doing the will of God. They got hungry, and on the Sabbath day, they got something to eat. No problem with that. No problem with that from God's perspective. But from their little blinded mind, blinded eye, hypocritical self, they had serious problems with it. What we say we're talking about, what is this? What is this you are doing? See, see so, so, so understand that before you start questioning the validity or the righteousness of, of something that someone else is doing, you need to make sure that you know for sure that what is right and what is not. They did not know that what the disciples were doing was all right to God because, you know, they, they, they didn't know that because they, they had been blinded. So here they are thinking that what's all right with God is all wrong, and what's all wrong with God is all right. When the Pharisees saw this, God saw it. So you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to say? There's a difference between how God sees what you're doing and how you and I see what we're doing. God saw what the disciples were doing. God said, I got no what? I got no problem with it. In fact, I, this, is what I, this is what I want them to do. But when the Pharisees saw it. So you say, Apostle, what is it we need to do? We need to, to, to position ourselves so that we can see like God see. Now, the only way you're going to see like God see is through and by his word and through and by his spirit. Pharisees knew the word. They had the word now. Teachers of the law, these individuals, they had the word, but they didn't have the spirit. So what does that mean? That means that you can have the word of God all day, but if you don't have the spirit of God, then you're still going to miss it. You're still going to miss it. When the Pharisees saw this, in other words, when a group of people saw this who had the word but did not have the spirit of God. See, if you out there understand my voice and, 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 and you know the word of God, but you don't, you don't operate in the spirit of God, then you're going to be making a whole lot of mistakes, just like the Pharisees. 
It takes the Spirit of God to adequately explain to us and reveal to us the Word of God. God's Word is so awesome, and God, this is why God got, this is why God had me name this broadcast, Teaching the Word. Teaching the Word. Not just reading the Word. Teaching the Word. Because, you know, and what teaching is, what true teaching of the Word of God is, it's the Spirit of God explaining to you what God has said to you. Because without a correct explanation of what God has said to you, you may very well have heard what God has said to you, but you don't understand what he's saying. The Pharisees saw this. They said to him, look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. In other words, the Pharisees say your disciples are sinning. So when we have the word of God, but don't have the spirit of God, we can think that people are sinning when they're not. Or when we have the word of God but don't have the spirit of God, we can think people are doing right when they're not. Pharisees thought what they were doing was right on point. Ceremonial washings, uh, long tassels on their, on their garments, and ph phylacteries around their head, demanding the the most prominent seats at banquets, they thought that stuff was all right. But Jesus, who was looking at things from the eyesight of God because he was God, knew that it wasn't. So you need the Spirit of God to explain to you, to reveal to you the Word of God. Then Jesus said, haven't you read what David and his companions did when they were hungry. Now, Jesus knew full well they had read it. Jesus wasn't so much questioning what they had read as he was questioning their understanding of what they had read. You can read the Bible out there. I remember trying to read the Bible when I was demon-possessed. Man, I didn't understand what in the world was going on. I couldn't understand the simplest of things. It all sounded like mumbo-jumbo to me. I remember that. I remember... I grabbed the Bible and was trying to read the Bible and couldn't understand nothing. Why? Because I didn't have the Spirit of God. Demons were saying, uh-uh, don't understand that. Don't get that. Don't know what that means. No, no, that means something different. Uh-uh. And it was, a, it was a book of confusement to me. <laughs> but when you get the Spirit of God, it becomes what? Crystal clear. Now, what the Spirit of God, I don't know why God is flashing this in my mind. You know, our swimming pool we haven't used for some time. Water had gotten all dark and murky. Frogs had got in there, was jumping all around, stay up. Frogs be up all in the night, keeping all kind of noise. And we did some cleaning out near the pool room and uh, found a found an old container of chlorine. You know, it was old, been there probably about 10, 15 years. Half a, half a bucket of chlorine. And I was like, man, we ain't going to do nothing with this chlorine. It's old and stuff. Let's dump it in the pool. Now, the pool was Dirty. It leaves were all in it. Frogs were jumping around. It almost had turned into a pond. How many frogs? So many frogs been there. We dumped the chlorine in the swimming pool, children of God. And uh, I actually had gone away for about five weeks after we had done that. I think I had gone. Or did I do that when we when I got back? I think I, think I know. I had gone. I had gone for about five. I came back and the water had gotten so clear that I could see the leaves. That were down at the bottom. Frogs were gone because that chlorine, that chlorine, I believe it suffocates them. And they, they died. Frogs, you don't hear no more frogs. You don't hear nothing jumping around. And that dirty, dirty water. 
had gotten so clear, the water part, that you could see the leaves. Now, I know we're going to have to pump all the water out and, and get the leaves out. But you said, Apostle, what you diving at? That chlorine cleared just about everything up. As as God's word, you allow God, when you get chlorine in some water, your water needs to go and get ready to get clean, cleared up. That's just chlorine. Say, look, that's just what I do, clear up water. Well, you need to understand out there, because we're still talking about complex problems, simple solutions. We had a whole lot of problems going on in that swimming pool. We had a whole lot of things going on. Chlorine said, put me down in there. Dump me there. We just dumped it in there. We were like, man, we got to get rid of this. We're going to get rid of the, get rid of the bucket. Let's give it this chlorine. We ain't going to do nothing with it. The chlorine said, I'm, chlorine said, look, just put me down in there. I'll show you exactly what you're working with. I might have been stagnant, but I'll fix up a lot of this nonsense. God's word is waiting to get down in your heart. God, just like that chlorine, could, want chlorine said, I know what I do. I'm dormant right now. You got me in a different place, but let me get down in that water, and I'll show you what I can do. God's word is talking much like that chlorine. God's word saying, let me get down in your heart. Let me get on down in your marriage. Let me, let me get in your finances. Let me get in your business. God's word say, I'll clear that nonsense right on up. We're about done now, children of God. The Holy Ghost done gave us parables. Now, if you don't get that out there, because some of y'all out there, I know, I, I know this generation. I know this generation I'm dealing with. Man, y'all is something else, man. So the Lord had to give a lot of parables today, just like he had to give thousands of years ago. Got to get parables. Got to get parables. You keep that on flashing parables. Because if I just tell you this thing right plain right here, you know, some of you all, some of you all are, are get real upset. There's some things. There's some things that 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 you know, you, 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 parable, parable, parable for people. Lord, so what about David? You you read that right? He entered the house of God. He and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read? In the law, on the Sabbath, the priests in the temple desecrated the day and yet are innocent. I tell you that one greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, see? See, we don't want us to just read the word. Jesus knew full well the Pharisees that read all them stories. Just like you out there. I'm not preaching, no, preaching nothing out of the Bible probably that you hadn't heard before. But Jesus said, well, you, you don't read this stuff, but you don't what? You don't understand. You really don't understand. Jesus said, if you had known what these words mean. Father, we want to understand what these words mean. Not just hear them, not just read them, not just we want to know what these words mean. Right, Jesus said, now here, here's what I'm getting at. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. If you understood that right there, Jesus said you would have not condemned the innocent. Because that's what they were doing. From their hypocritical, self-righteous, uh, unholy spiritual viewpoint, they were condemning the innocent. They were blaming. They were talking all against the disciples and acting like the disciples had done what was wrong when they hadn't. These Pharisees putting jokers out of the synagogue for stuff that they considered wrong when they won't consider wrong why God Jesus said what y'all do is you condemn the innocent. And you let and, and I'm hearing in the spirit, because we're not only when you get into condemning the innocent, you also into setting free the guilty. You 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 can't help yourself. In other words, if you don't love the truth out there, some of you all out there on the sound of my voice, you don't love the truth. I don't have to ask I don't have to ask a, a, a the committee to find out what you love. 
Some of you all out there will not support God's apostles and God's prophets. That let me know that I don't have to ask what you will support. If you are condemning the innocent, you there's nothing in you that will stop you from setting the guilty free. And that's that's eventually what happened. He just foreshadowed. Because that's, that's what happened. Barabbas was guilty, one of the saints said, as sin. He had led a rebellion. He had murdered. He had led sedition. And the people hardly give us Barabbas. They didn't want Christ. So you, you need to understand. I don't understand the divorce. What you don't support, what you don't get with, it shows very clearly what you do support and what you do get with. Shows very clearly. Jesus said it like this. He that is not for me is against me. If you're not for me, I don't have to, I don't have to ask what, what you are. I don't have to get into a debate and do a whole lot of praying, praying in tongues to find out what you are. If you're not for me out there, I know exactly what you are. It's called against me. If you're not gathering with me, I know exactly what you're doing out there. It's called scattering. So understand, children of God, that what you, what you, you know, what you don't say says something. What you don't do says something. Just as much as what you say and what you do says something, what you don't say and what you don't do, it says something. Jesus took right off, went from that place, and went into the synagogue. The man with a shriveled hand was there. They they were looking for a reason to accuse him, you know. And they asked him, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Jesus said to them, if one of you has a sheep and it falls into the pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? Huh? You want to 